Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O C-O. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the five-star Joshi show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, as always, Scott Edwards, and with me today is Anna DeMarco of Russell Purist, Girls on Graps podcast. Anna, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, we were talking about I'm so excited for being back, and I feel like the timing of me being back, because this was already agreed way before. It wasn't something mm. that came now. We were, I, was, I already knew I was going to be back in the podcast, but... Yeah, with the timing of everything, I'm even more excited to be here. It's definitely going to be a good one. Yeah. I, Thank I, you for I, having I, me. <laughs> I had you planned for this day. We were going to talk about the future of Star and what we're excited about. Every, You know, because, like, it, it's been a good start to the year. Um, and I had Jamie Ross of Wrestle Pierce on earlier this week, which was also pre-planned. We were going to review Supreme Fight. It was all going to be just fine and dandy. And then, of course, the news broke, and it's been more and more news ever since. Rossi Ogawa is gone from stardom, and with that comes who else? And that is the conversation that continues to stir and stir and stir. So before we get into pretty much everything we have learned since the last time I recorded, which was just Rossi being gone, what was your initial feeling? I, I know a lot of people were talking about, oh, yeah, this was coming. This was like everyone knew this was coming. I, I don't know if it's because I've not been like on Twitter every day or following every single piece of news, but I was shocked. I was straight up yeah. shocked, especially because of the timing it was right after the 13th anniversary show. So mm-hmm. for me, it's just it felt so brutal just firing the creator and owner of the company, you know, the day after you have your 13th anniversary celebration. I was very surprised because in my mind, stardom doesn't really exist without Rossi. He's, yeah. you know, of course, you can talk about like Mayu and all the wrestlers, of course, they wouldn't be there without them. But he's the image, you know, in every match, he's there with his little hat and holding the belt. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's more, every time that I think of stardom, he's definitely one of the first things that I ever think about, you know. So for me, it was very surprising, it was very shocking. And especially that first day, because all the news were very mixed up and there were people saying like, yeah, he's going to WWE or this is happening, this is happening. So I was just extremely confused. And yeah. now we have a bit more clarity. But uh, the one thing that I'm still feeling that I was feeling initially and is still stayed with me, it was just being upset over the situation. It's not mm-hmm. something that I ever thought was going to happen. It's not something that I like that is happening. So I'm still a bit <laughs> upset about it for sure. 
Yeah, me too. Um, I haven't really been able to like watch wrestling this week. Like I tried to watch Dynamite, for example, which everyone was raving about, and I was just like, "This is really hard. This has been a hard week." Um, and I'm 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 with you. Like we haven't had a Stardom show yet without Rossi, and it's going to be the first time that they have a title match that I think it's really going to hit me because he's not going to stand in the middle and take the picture and hold the belt. And I was like, mm. I was like, please. Yeah. <laughs> when, if, if they have Okada stand there, I'm going to be like, get, get out of this spot. Get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, you man, think I'm, you're, you're not him. <laughs> yeah. You are not him in any way, shape or form. I, it, it's a tough week. It's a very tough week, yeah. uh, especially to be a stardom fan. But we will do our best to kind of go through everything that has happened this week, which, again, it's a lot. It's it's seemingly never-ending, actually. Uh, every day is something new. Yeah, yep. Uh, like, I feel like every night it's, like, me waiting for some <laughs> new interview from one of the wrestlers. Be like, oh, I'm staying. Oh, I'm leaving. No one's actually said yeah. that part. Um, but... <laughs> I think the people that don't speak up are the interesting ones at this stage. Yeah, it's the thing like every day is something new and we know that for a long time now, for months to come, it's still going to be like that because there is, you know, the people who are leaving, the people who are staying, the changes in the company, Russ's new company. So mm-hmm. until those things are settled, which can be in one, two years from now, we don't even know. Uh, it's still, there's a lot, a long way to go long way to go there is there is and that's kind of where i wanted to start i want to stress to everybody because a lot a lot of people just expect this mass exodus immediately i don't think it's going to be immediate there's a lot of wrestlers and dave kind of backed this up today in the newsletter that just don't have the ability to leave until next year they've either signed new deals or there's been legal threats against them as we know, we've kind of, you know, Dave confirmed that. So I think this is a long-term, where are we going to be in a year rather than where are we going to be at the end of March? End of March is still going to be big because I'm sure there's going to be, I don't know what, five, six, seven, maybe. But uh, we know Mayu isn't leaving. And I keep, I, I, I will I will say this and we will then continue. Mayu Iwatani is going to leave. Like, I, I, that is the only person I am 100% confident about that will leave this company when it's all said and done. Because there's like wrestling barely has any loyalty, right? That is the whole conversation. That, that's the saying, and like people are willing to go anywhere and anything can happen. No, 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 no. The loyalty between Rossi and Mayu, that is as close a bond as you can have. That is father and daughter, essentially. So, whenever that comes, She'll be gone. Everyone else? Well, we know Julia and we know Tam, I guess. But uh, <laughs> everyone yeah. else, I guess it's a free game. Um, and we have we have questions to answer about that later as well. But uh, let's get to what Taro Okada, who is the new booker of stardom, said. Uh, he said, around December, we began, to, and this was with Tokyo Sports, we began to hear information that Mr. Ogawa was poaching people out of the company. 
we had always verbally told him, if you are doing that, please stop. I don't know why that just is funny. <laughs> uh, we'd like please to continue stop. working together <laughs> in the future. But we were able to confirm that he was continuing to do so since then. And so we have taken these measures. Um, worth noting that the original plan, because Rossi had already put in his resignation, so that was not public knowledge. Um, the The original plan was for him to leave on the 18th. That was their official parting of ways. Uh, Rossi would go on to add, by the way, in his Tokyo Sports interview, which I'll get more into, that he he even had the idea of like, oh, you know, 15th anniversary, we'll you know we'll go against each other. It's like, you know, of stardom. And I was like, that's kind of funny, and that could still happen. Obviously, things can change. I don't I don't know how much Rossi will uh, be angry about it, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, Okada said, we are aware that many of the wrestlers are title holders and other popular wrestlers that were uh, being poached. If those wrestlers leave, in the worst case scenario, there was a possibility we would have to close the company. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I, I, well, as soon as Tam said I'm staying, I was like, alright, we don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> um, after internal consideration, we notified Stardom that we would be terminating the contract immediately. I've had several wrestlers express their intention to leave the company or are thinking about leaving. To close, he spoke of the future of the organization and his role. He said that there are people within Stardom who have a good deal of experience in the wrestling business, and with their guidance, Stardom will be strengthened. Within our group, we have people who understand and have experience in the wrestling industry. So with their guidance and cooperation, we will build a solid organization and strengthen the company's structure. I believe that by revitalizing the local shows, we will be able to increase the turnout for the big matches in major cities. So we will formulate a solid strategy. How do you feel about Mr. Okada's words? Uh, for me, the funniest part is the the story that he has no experience as a booker, but he participated in the wrestling club. <laughs> that, that, that is hilarious to me, just a little bit of information, you know? Yeah. And they're just giving the pen to anyone. Uh, but yeah, for me, the last part is the part that kind of sticks out to me because he mm. talks about yeah, re revitalizing the, um, the local shows when we know that that was one of the issues that made... Rossi and a lot of the wrestlers be very unsatisfied with the way that Bush Road was, you know, dealing with stardom. Mm -hmm. uh, their schedules were insane. They were having way too many shows. The injuries were going crazy, especially around the time of the five star, you know. So uh, we already know that this is, was one of the things that got the wrestlers and Rossi a bit upset. So it is, I, I'm just curious to see what he means by that. Does he mean like they're going to make it better? They're going to have like less or they're going to have more or they're, they're going to just change how they work. Um, yeah. I'm curious. I don't know. Have they already um, said which matches are going to happen their next show? Because it was still, they um, hadn't like, announced yet, right? They, so they, so as of this recording right now, which is very worth noting because things can change. Um, we have the show for Sunday and Monday. However, <laughs> there's a Cork and Hall show on Wednesday and there's not a card. Yeah, I was that's thinking the about most that important one. building. Which is weird that there's no card yet. It's yeah. really, really weird. So yeah, good. that's what I'm thinking. Like, I it's already not off to the best start. So I don't have a lot of faith on a man that was never a booker before. 
No, no, I don't either. It's uh, it's worrisome. It's worrisome. Uh, I had I had tweeted earlier, and I would just say it again that that Quirk and Hall show on the fourteenth is expected to be live on YouTube. So, whatever that card ends up being, if you want to watch Free Stardom, there you go. That should be fun. We don't ever get live Cork and Hall shows. But I know a lot of people aren't really caring right now about watching Stardom. It's more about what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Speaking of what's going to happen, let's let's see what Rossi had to say. Rossi's, Rossi's entire interview was the most like, yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> he, he was just like, yeah, you know. He knows. He, he even <laughs> confirmed like the new company immediately. It's like, that's incredible. Uh, so he said, I was completely surprised. All of a sudden, after the show, I was told that your contract will be canceled today. They put me in a taxi and sent me home. That's nasty. I hate that. I do not like that. Um, of course, the final date was supposed to be February 18th. He was forced to play aggressive, and there was harassment with the company that continued. And I started to lose the will to continue working there. He talks about when he gave his notice back in November. I want to do things that we can't do here. There are quite a few things that we can't do here. Just because we're a big company, we can't do everything. I'll stress this. He couldn't book without having to deal with major decisions changing. And we'll get to those decisions that we know of. Uh, But I don't, you know, it's hard to blame him. It really is like, and I know, trust me, I know some people are blaming him. The AEW Legion has attacked him. I get it. Uh, but it's crazy to me. Uh, and, cl- and before we kind of go over the Rossi side of this, the one thing I will add is in the claims of poaching talent, he said, we did not do this. After hearing the rumors, there were a lot of wrestlers who wanted to come to this new company. I guess they were panicked to our president Okada accepted that he was starting a new company. And this is all uh, translated in the observer. So uh, mm-hmm. if anyone wants to go read the newsletter, there's a lot of info on there, which we'll still be going over. So uh, new company. How, how are we feeling? <laughs> Look, it's not the ideal scenario, of no. course. You know, the ideal scenario is him staying with stardom and everything being beautiful, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am glad that he's not just, you know, backing down and leaving the industry or going to work for another company. He he did it before. I've, I'm pretty sure he can do it again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I am really looking forward to his company, especially, like I said, we're going to get there. But the names of the people that are going to be in the company, I think it can be very interesting. And maybe there's even, you know, the vibe of early stardom. <laughs> how it was you know a lot of different talents coming in and stuff i feel like that would be also very interesting i fully trust rossi and his capability (laughs) and his capacity you know um but that's also something like you you mentioned a lot of people were blaming rossi and talking shit about him but i could never even with the when the rumors initially oh he was poaching people i could never see that because we know the loyalty that the wrestlers have towards him and Mm -hmm. we know why they have that loyalty he really, I mean, he has to do, he had to do something right to have people have that level of loyalty. Yeah. So in my mind, it made more sense to be like what he said. It, he knew the situation was bad. He mentioned that he was probably going to leave and start a new company. And then the wrestlers came to him or maybe he just like asked, but not, you know, try to take them off their contracts or try to convince them. Probably just mentioned and they were like, oh, yes, I want to do that. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm curious, curious and excited. I'm, I'm glad that we're still going to have Rusty in the wrestling world. That's all I can say. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree. I think the scariest thing, if there is like something scary out of all this, it is still the uncertainty in my biggest problem with it going forward is the wrestlers who don't want to be in Bushiroad having to stay there. Cause I'm not calling them stardom anymore. That's the, no, 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 no. Stardom is Rossi Ogawa and Mayu Yutani in my mind. That is, that is what stardom is. Uh, but those who want to leave have to stay and obviously decisions will be made and who knows, maybe by the time they're free, they want to stay, but still it it's one of my, bigger problems but this is very different from previous times this is very different from when rossi started arceon after all japan women's this is very different from when he started stardom he's got a lot more money at his disposal now this is a man that sold his company and as dave mentioned he is a multi-millionaire these days he's also been on ibushi road paycheck for five years so like you know he's He's not, he's not in a bad spot. It's not in a bad spot. There's not going to be any backing. He is the one backing this company, which Dave confirmed today. Um, there's just so much. There's just so much that's going on. Uh, but I, I will continue to stress that this isn't going to be solved in a day. This isn't going to be solved in a month. This isn't going to be solved in six months. Like, there's a lot that's going to go on here. And until everyone has a chance to make their decision, it's it's going to be a conversation, I think. Um, mm-hmm. We obviously don't know the start date for Rossi's promotion. But I'm going to assume by the end of the year because Julia has already committed to sticking around before going to WWE to help Rossi with the new promotion. Uh, That was officially reported by Dave Meltzer, and it makes sense now why she was not going to WWE immediately after March. Uh, she, uh, She had said she wanted to learn more English, I, sure. Which I, mean, I never, I never fully <laughs> believed. I think she does pretty good English wise, uh, but ultimately, she's going to be the first person there. Which I'd argue having Julie is a pretty good start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's why I would say I can see the company starting sooner rather than later. So definitely. Mm-hmm after March, but I don't think would take as long as, you know, December or November. I can see maybe around the summer, them having Mm -hmm. like their first show, Mm -hmm. maybe not even something official, but like just a first show Mm -hmm. Uh, because Julia still be there. I think that by the end of the year or beginning of next year, she should be going to the WWE already. But yeah, I think it's going to be a bit faster, just the first show, not the whole company as a whole, because that takes long, but I think it should come still the next months so, yeah i i agree yeah. with you i think yeah. i think it's going to be sooner rather than later especially with julia being part of it and with julia being part of it as soon as her contract's up 
you can you can have like an official press conference or something like that. That's when you can announce the company, uh, because I I think that's kind of the idea, right? Is you're gonna want you're gonna want a wrestler side by side with Rossi and the big, you know, this is how this is how these things usually go. It's the big press conference. They're not gonna do the old uh, AEW press conference where they went to Jacksonville and did the whole uh, walking out and had a crowd or anything. Mm-hmm. But as we've seen with like when Sari announced a return to japan she held herself a press conference and we've seen star uh stardom hold press conferences so i'm gonna guess that's maybe what we should be expecting um and that could probably come anytime after julia's contract expires because seemingly through that he'll be able to announce others because i I, as far as we know there's gonna be multiple up probably at the same time uh so that's exciting uh yeah and also uh like I will probably also talk about it more uh, soon, but I think for a first show, it's also very likely that they use a lot of independent talent. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know. So yeah. I would love specifically. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I would love specifically for the first match, first main event of the new company to be Julia versus Sari. I would oh, imagine that. That's. Could you imagine oh, that's that? my personal yes that's like my personal <laughs> desire <laughs> no that, but, uh, that would be like the ultimate like here we are type thing yeah you know exactly like, like obviously road. <laughs> <laughs> obviously we don't know who's leaving yet so like they they could obviously play into that main event but even so it feels like that's a match you, you gotta do if mm-hmm. you're if you're Rossi, like that's one you just got to be circling because they have talked, right? Julie and Suri have talked through the, through media. They're like, we want to wrestle each other. Makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's talk about Bushiroad's involvement in all of this, in terms of decisions they've made, uh, when that dates back to, and these are just the known ones. Obviously, we're not going to uh, just guess here. We're going to go on what has been reported. And it all starts back in the Cinderella um, back in 2022. If anyone remembers this, I remember this report vividly because it was the most random thing in the world to me at the time. I was like, that's the Bushiroad decision. So the final four of that tournament. If I remember correctly, was supposed to be Mirai, which we know she would go on to win it. Koguma, um, Hazuki, and Unagi Sayaka, who of course would oh. leave the company later that year. Bushiroad made the change and kicked Unagi out of the final four to put Natsupoi in it. And I just remember that report coming out. I said, why? What, what, what is the difference? The, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not, not that it's not, big of a difference. To, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like either one was winning. So exactly. Or made it to the final. It was Mirai versus Koguma in the final. They were just facing Mirai. So it's very confusing. Just, Going all the way back, like why that was the decision. But perhaps the biggest thing we have learned today, out of all the things we've learned today, is this one. And I think this one's going to make some people angry. 
So I will read word for word what happened per Dave Meltzer. Julia won the World of Stardom Championship in December 2022. Harada, who had been the Bushiroad fight president at the time, booked Julia in a March 2023 title defense against Maya Yukihi. As we know, with that match came a double countout, and we never heard of it again. And it was very weird. I just remember it being a very weird decision by them. Because I know you've talked about this. I know I've talked about this. The excitement of a Julia title reign was how many natural opponents she had on the roster. Never did we say, oh, you know what? They need her to defend against Maya Yukihi, who doesn't belong (laughs) to the company. And ultimately, we know why everything went the way it did. So Julia said she didn't want the match, saying that because the two had serious problems in Ice Ribbon, she doesn't want that match. She complained she couldn't trust her, her being Yukihi, and that if the World of Stardom title is supposed to be the top championship in women's wrestling, shouldn't she defend against a top contender and not someone from another company because of a grudge match? Which is very fair. Notably, her first defense was a grudge match against Suzu Suzuki. So this ice ribbon thing that they did with Julia sure sounds like it's not something she was all too interested in. Uh, Bushiroad told her that if she doesn't want to face Yukihi, you don't need to be champion. Because of her complaining about not wanting to do the match, they made the decision for her to lose the title to Tam Nakano on April 23rd. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Which was always so weird for me, and which was, yeah, also always something that never really sat right with me. Mm-hmm. And I never fully understood why they made that decision, especially with the whole thing. For me, their story, Julia and Tom's story, was finished after the five star, you know? So for me, that never really made a lot of sense. And it was very disappointing because we waited for a Julia title ring for so long. And then after three, four months was done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't even, you know, all that we expected all that we wanted it to be. So, uh, yeah, now it really... That report really made everything come together <laughs> in a way because <laughs> it, it's yeah, one of the I, more upsetting reports, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I, so I, I was doing something else for this, but I had just rewatched Julian Shuri because I had to watch it for another podcast. And I just sat there when it was over and I was like, what happened? <laughs> and then this comes out today. I was like, oh. That's what happened. It, yeah. it, it, it messes with my mind. Like the decision for a company to be like, yeah, you know what? We don't want Julia as world champion, but you're going to put that damn purple belt on her that no one wanted all year. <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense to me. And she, she's obviously the most popular star Western wise, uh, you know, Tam's the most popular in Japan, but Oh, it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. And I understand why she wants out. You know, like, 
I understand. Yeah, that's. I was gonna yeah. say that's why I cannot be on Bushiroad's side in this no. whole thing. That's why I'm still like you know stand yeah. <laughs> with Rossi. <laughs> if there's one credit to get, I, I do have to say all the decisions they made. So while Rossi had already decided to leave, he had not given notice when Bushiroad overruled his plan to put the World of Stardom Championship on. Suzu Suzuki. They insisted on putting the title on Micah late in the game, which also led to all of his booking of the title until he left having to be changed. So, another addition to all this is that Micah is essentially the hand-picked world champion of Bushiroad as we speak. Okay, that one, I can't... <laughs> that one I can't kind of, you know, defend a bit because I... I'm really happy that Mike is the world champion. <laughs> and when she won, I was very happy. So, you know, I'll be a hypocrite with this specific one. Every other booking decision for me is just like, why did I do that? But the Julia one is definitely super upsetting. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> Micah winning, I was kind of, I mean, I was happy with that. I'm very happy for Micah. I don't know if Fassi ever saw in Micah the things that the public saw. So at least that was like one right decision, kind of. I mean, I also wouldn't have been upset if Suzu wanted. Like, I wouldn't have. Right. I think Micah would win it eventually. But, yeah, I, I still don't know. And I'm sorry to Pep specifically, but I still don't know <laughs> if Micah winning is enough for me to overlook what they did to Julia. So. Yeah. The Julia one's tough. Like, people are just going to look at that, I think. I know I am, and just be like, really? Because she didn't want to have a match against someone that doesn't even belong in the company? Uh, it, it all, like in a weird way, it feels like they sided with Yukihi over Julia. That doesn't even make sense. And it's not even it, someone who's in your company. Just yeah. uh, D Dave had reported a few months ago that Suzu actually was expected to defeat Tam for the belt. So Rossi was going all the way with Suzu, and it just got denied and denied and denied obviously tam got hurt but that's that's a different story uh let's see what else we got here there's a lot i'm just trying to make sure i keep in order here um everyone should probably remember julia's comments regarding bushy road destroying the stardom uh the the company that rossi created and i remember when that came out and we all said hmm interesting <laughs> she's the only one to speak up and at the time we all i think many of us just said oh well she's leaving for wwe that's maybe why she did it um and i had i had had hope at the time and i said it on the show maybe the change in bushy road fight presidents was the start of rossi getting more power back i was wrong very wrong i i couldn't have been more wrong actually uh, and it's just a shame, again, that we sit here. He's gone. Julia's gone. Who else is gone? Um, but for those that have kind of been doubting Rossi, because there's been a lot of uh, nastiness towards the man in the big hat as of late. Um, I just want to – I found this blog by former – stardom general manager fuka 
who of course was the main trainee uh trainer until 2018 which you know many of your favorites was trained by fuka so that's how great she was uh so she made her comments known stating that she knows the truth when it comes to rossi after being his closest observer for years she explained that rossi is often seen as the bad guy in situations because he doesn't deny anything his reasoning was always wanting to protect his wrestlers and be their shield she notes that someone like that is one people want to follow even if he's being seen as the bad guy once again fuka ends her blog by stating that she will seemingly support rossi's next challenge of starting a new promotion. I don't know what people need to hear, but everyone is loyal to this man. Like there is so much loyalty and it's because he cares about his wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, what I said before, but like for me, it doesn't make sense that people who are looking at him and like, Oh, this big bad guy, because no 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 one who's like a bad person or a bad promoter or a bad book or whatever would be disrespected by his wrestlers if he was you know this yeah. evil person that bushiro was trying to paint him as you know and uh yeah the people that we know are staying are definitely the people that bush road have have like given things more to so like tam you know and micah probably uh the people that maybe they're only choosing it because they know they're gonna have more space there and they're more likely to go with them except uh, instead of going with someone else like rossi would would have but that doesn't mean that they don't like him that doesn't mean anything they probably still respect him a lot it's just a personal decision for their own careers but i still do think that most people will leave because they just really uh, I, there's also the possibility that we need to think of that which world will probably put a shit ton of money on the table to try to keep as many people as they can and you can love and have a lot of loyalty for rossi but if they offer you millions of yen you're not gonna <laughs> you know some people just can't afford to deny that for julia i think it's easier because she's gonna get the WWE back anyway so for her it's like yeah okay i don't mind making less money now and then mm-hmm. but uh I think that's also something we need to take into consideration because I know when some big names start claiming that they're going to stay, a lot of people can still use that to go against Rossi and be like, you see, they're not, you know, but I feel like we need to consider everything. But just so far with the comments that we had from the the people who really like him, it's only positive stuff, you know? Yeah, it's really positive. And I think uh, think that can be forgotten in all this. It's like... You know, he's not that bad of a guy just because Tony Khan's not a fan of him. I promise. I pro- I can't, I'm going to keep going back to that. Actually, you know what? We'll do that real quick. Uh, <laughs> Got to for this one. <laughs> D- Dave wrote, there was belief that uh, the idea of Stardom and AEW not working together was due to the idea that Ogawa had kept Stardom talent from working in AEW. There were attempts both ways to work on getting talent, but they never materialized. That was my favorite part. I was like, oh, so this this goes two ways. AEW was looking for Stardom talent for the Forbidden Door pay-per-view this past year, but Stardom had a pay-per-view that same day, so it was going to be impossible. Mind you, who was booking those shows? Most likely Bushiroad. Just, just letting everyone know who was setting the schedule. Just, just putting that out there. Uh, Stardom was hoping to get Chris Statlander for a major show and never heard back from AEW, but this was around the time Statlander blew out her knee. Man, man. Stat and Stardom. That was the dream. That, that would have been special. Been 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Megan Bain was awesome. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, man. And this is, this might be my favorite one. Another person close to this situation in stardom said, you have no idea how set up, uh, how upset wrestlers and media are about Tony sticking it to Rossi. Of course. Of fucking course. The only person in the world who thought that was a good idea was Tony Khan himself. Or and the AEW fans who don't understand anything about stardom, <laughs> because there's no. It, first of all, let's just start from the obvious. It's super immature. That's how he is on Twitter. You know, he's the owner of a company, a billionaire, and he still posts like that, like yeah, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. The fans really like. In some moments, it's funny, but in other moments, it's already like, come on, bro, like you know. Uh, but this specific situation when he started posting those things, which were still completely unfounded because that was based on the rumors of the WWE things, which were immediately (laughs) confirmed to be false. So it was already stupid by that. Uh, it's just the impulse. I really don't understand how his mind works. He reads a a rumor. He doesn't even know if it's true or not. And he immediately starts attacking the person who is well, like it's, it's common knowledge that he's beloved by the wrestlers you are trying to get to have on your show. How does that, how did he think that was a good idea? That's the, that's my main thing. Like he doesn't think he just goes by impulse and i think he was mad and kind of pissy with rusty because yeah rusty is protective of his wrestlers and stuff but maybe he thought it was his fault the whole thing of the forbidden door and i'm having the show on the same day but like we said it was more more likely than not bushiro booking so it was not even his mm-hmm. fault fully and even if it was you can still ask for something you had utami and you put her in ring of honor without even an entrance like, how do you want to act out, like, oh, because they didn't give me wrestlers for Forbidden Door. But when you had access to those wrestlers, you didn't put them on TV, you bar- you didn't even give them an entrance. Like, let's be for, for real here, you know? Let's be for real here. It's just so dumb <laughs> to me. It's just so dumb. And yeah. the only people that I saw really defending it or being like, yes, Tony, let's go, are the people that generally do not understand anything of stardom. Which we know Tony also probably doesn't, so I don't know. It shows more and more by the day, doesn't it? Uh, the <laughs> undying loyalty to Tony Khan uh, is... Listen, I like AEW. I watch AEW. I, I enjoy the product. I enjoy a lot of their wrestlers. Swerve, Hangman, that was awesome. <laughs> right? Like, Amazing. But I, I don't need to stand in deliver with everything tony says and listen i know i'm on here kind of defending rossi in many ways but everyone needs to understand my loyalty lies with my ui with tony first and foremost <laughs> uh it's just it's just it's so it's so petty and like you said it's like he he's tweeting he's not tweeting like a booker right mm-hmm. he's tweeting like a fan and that's just it's just not what you're supposed to be doing. Like the Rossi thing was like the most egregious one to me, I think, because there was nothing behind it that suggested there was a need for that. You're working with Bushi Road. Ask them. Does exactly. Rossi hate me? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but we also know, like, it's also a possibility that he asked people at Bushi Road and they just like shift the blame to Rossi because they were kind of trying to use him as the scapegoat. Because they already knew they were going to kick him out. So maybe that is a possibility. Jack Perry? (laughs) Jack Perry and Stardom? (laughs) Jack Perry took? 
Rossi's gimmick. That's, oh God! No, no, no one take that. No one twist that, please. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's the thing for me. Like, yeah. But yeah, what really, really pisses me off is that him wanting to act all high and mighty because ooh, because Rossi was it was his fault. He didn't let me use his wrestlers, and then the second he has his wrestlers, he has Utami, which is a former world champion in Stardom. Ring of Honor, no entrance. When it's two seconds, YouTube, Utami Hayashi's entrance. (laughs) Not having the song just grinds my gears. I know, like, when they put the edit up on Ring of Honor, they played the song over, like, whatever they must have had in the building. But it's like, it's not that hard. It really is. That indie company, fucking GCW had her song. How can you not have her song (laughs) as AEW? You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, for me, it's just so hypocritical, and it's him just wanting to get himself in the situation. Because, mm-hmm. like we said, the fanboys and the people who really—I uh, also like AW. I love the product. Sometimes I, the matches, most of the wrestlers were there. Like I really like Brian Danielson is there. You know, like I'm I'm gonna watch him. Yeah. So um, yeah, now Mercedes also going in. So there's a lot of things about the product that I really like, but man. <laughs> I cannot take that. I cannot take that man seriously, and I think it's such a bad image. But because people keep like gassing him up, he thinks he's eating it. You know, he thinks he's serving. And he's like, <laughs> really, he's, he's really, really not. not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's embarrassing. But uh, we'll get we'll get back to the full on Stardom side of thing. Stardom has its first official wrestler to say flat out they are sticking around, and it might be one of the most important. Uh, that is, of course, Tam Nakano, who told Tokyo Sports she'll be staying with Stardom, and her goal is to make it the best company in the world. Uh, this is very important for them because, as we know, with a company like Bushiroad, if you watch New Japan at all, you know this, no company loves to lean on the older talent more than them. <laughs> and Tam's going to be one that they're going to lean on a lot. She was one of the big building like the big blocks to see who falls here, right? We knew Julia was falling one way. It's only natural Tam goes the other. These two must <laughs> feud these two must feud forever. Um so she went on to continue saying uh she will protect Stardom because they're fans who helped her get back. Uh she wants to repay them and she had a plan to return to the top of stardom by winning the world of stardom championship, which she had to relinquish at the end of twenty twenty three. So, mm-hmm. Micah fans, you have been warned that <laughs> Tam is back, and she is a she's, unstoppable force. Yeah. She's going to be the Moxley of stardom from now on. When in doubt, yeah. belt her up, you know? I was going to call her the Okada, and then Okada left. Oh. So, I I don't know if that's... I, don't know. I, don't know if <laughs> I guess Naito. I Naito you. would probably make the most sense. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because everyone used to compare Naito with Julia. (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of funny. Julia's, uh, I don't know who Julia is anymore. I don't, comparing anyone to New Japan is kind of tough these days. Um, (laughs) Mike also, (laughs) oh, there you go. That's a good one. That's actually very good. Uh, Micah did speak and she kind of just shared her frustrations uh, because it's it's worth remembering that when she won the world title, the pay-per-view link died, like, right at the start of the match. So, like, 
no one saw her win. <laughs> they had to upload the entire show to YouTube. They gave everyone their money back. And then when she has her first defense, they fire Rossi Ogawa. That's a tough start. That's a tough yeah. start. So she, she, she notably said she's mad at both companies. She did pretty much hint at staying with Stardom, which I don't think should come as a shock, especially after the news uh, regarding the world title. Um, and she is the world champion. But how do you how do you feel kind of with Stardom's? We know Mayu's there because there's mm-hmm. no other choice. But with Tam and Micah kind of being that core to start this new era. Mm, I think it's pretty solid. I think uh, especially with Tam, like uh, they're two pretty solid names. Um, the, yeah, because when the news first started coming out, I was pretty sure, like, yeah, stardom is dead. There's no stardom. Let's pack it up. Let's go home. Yeah. So now at least we know stardom, which won't be start, the stardom that we know anymore. But uh, the company, the, the women's wrestling, the Joshi company owned by Bush Rose is going to still exist. Uh, and yeah, I'm just curious to see which other names, because with Tom staying and with Micah staying, I can see, like, for example... Um, Mina staying as well, you know, names yep. more like, yeah, more like this. I can definitely see still sticking around, mm-hmm. but I don't know. More maybe if, if Mike is staying, maybe some people of the golden generation also decides to, mm-hmm. to stick around, but I don't think any of them besides Mike actually opened up to talk. Like, I, I don't, I at least I didn't say anything like Otami, Saya, like actually yeah, saying something nothing. about it. Nothing. So I think the people who are more or less quiet right now that didn't go to the bat or made any comments specifically. Oh, also, I think uh, if I'm not wrong, Natsuko, she made like a kind of joking tweet yeah. talking about like uh, Russ, she doesn't trust bald people and that's why Russ was fired or something. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. So I also think it's pretty fair to say that she's probably staying. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe she's leaving. That was just a joke. I don't know. But uh, I think it's a pretty yeah. solid block, and I think it's just enough, even though it's just two official names, it's just enough for us to have the certainty, okay, the company will still exist in some way, shape, or form. We're still gonna, they're mm-hmm. still going to have a company at the end of the day because that was a big concern as well. That was like the first thing Okada said in the Tokyo sports thing. I was like, yeah, why do you have to go <laughs> so extreme with it? Maybe it's to scare some wrestlers. That's also uh, mm-hmm. possible. Um, what I will talk about, I think this is a fun conversation, and we will have questions answered later that kind of we can try to pick who goes where. Um, but the fun conversation here is the reality that there's going to be opportunity in both of these companies. And I think that's going to decide a lot for these people like yes money is a big thing for some of these wrestlers like they're just going to stay for the money and that is perfectly fine (laughs) but we have talked about for a very long time that this company has so many wrestlers that should be champion right hazuki i feel like is talked about at all times and understandably so natsupoi is talked about at all times shout out six star um who else? Who else? Who else? Azumi, Starlight Kid. The list goes on and on, right? Of these people that, oh, you know, they're ready to be champion. There's going to be a chance to be champion, whether it be in stardom 
or Rossi's new promotion because names are going to leave, spaces are going to open up, and I think that could have a big emphasis on who goes where when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm still, I'm still leaning more towards the fact that I think that most people who are going to stay is because Bushiro's going to put like a shit lot of money mm-hmm. in their hands. But I'm also thinking I don't think they're going to offer that much money for everyone. I think just the right. bigger names. So they'll probably offer a lot for Utami, Shuri, people like that. But the names that are more kind of mid card because we know they're they're way more talented than a mid card talent, but they were kind of treated like that. I can see them going to be champion in another company. But also, for example, with Hazuki, Rossi never kind of gave her <laughs> that time mm-hmm. of day. So I don't know which side she would lean towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I want to see her champion anywhere. So she she decides to go to fucking like Ice Ribbon. Sure, you know, just <laughs> as long as they belt her up. But yeah. I, I don't know. I'm really, really curious. And this is something that in a year from now, we can do another episode and really look back and see how things shaped out to be. Yeah. But I think everyone is going to have a different reason why they're staying and why they're going. And everyone's going to have like a, a different path. I, I can see it being very divided, mm-hmm. but I can still see a lot of people choosing to stay because of the money. Yeah. And I, the visibility, I... you know, like the whole backing. It is, you know, yeah. it is something that affects them as well. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. Um, and that's why it's going to be an interesting game. Like, we are, we have a lot of questions that are like mass exodus, mass exodus, mass exodus. So it's like, there's just no way like half or like over half the roster's contracts are up at the same time. I just can't see that <laughs> happening. Uh, you know, I'm sure like some top stars are signed longer anyways. You, you know, that's kind of... I know a lot of, like, if we're going based off the New Japan style, there are a lot of contracts that come up at the same time. Um, but but based on what Meltzer said, based on my expectations, I just don't think it's going to be a lot initially. It just it just can't be. I, it, it, it's Bushiro look really dumb if they had everyone signed to the same exact contract all that end in March after, like, a year. Like, that just... I, I feel like that's not possible. Um, yeah. But what is what is important, and b- before we kind of talk about that, I think this was maybe the most interesting thing about Dave's entire write-up today on the newsletter. According to one person in the middle of the situation, in the generational match on the Supreme Fight pay-per-view between Mayu Yutani and Tommy Hayashishita, Azumi and then I Takahashi versus Julia, Shuri, Mirai, and Sue Suzuki. Eight of the company's top stars, I would argue, seven and Nanai, but yes. Uh, Nanai does not, does not sign to the company, but you know, we can call her top star for fun. Uh, she's a veteran, right? She's not a full time star. She pops in and out. Uh, that they expect four to end up with Rossi Ogawa. They expect one more may end up working some dates with him and end up becoming a free agent. Found that to be interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's a fun guessing game. <laughs> it is, and then uh, they ex- and end up becoming a free agent. That one is unclear, and two others may stay with Stardom, or have been legally hindered from moving. I'm gonna assume legally hindered from moving includes Mayu Iwatani. That's Mayu. 
Yeah. Well, actually, is this talk? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, they don't. Oh. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that's definitely my. I was I was seeing if you talked to only about seven people with the like the expectation that Mayu was not included. Uh, but that is gigantic. Like that is mm-hmm. Utami, Azumi, Nanai, Mayu. And Nanai is like different. I don't think she signed to a contract, so like Yeah. I'm sure I can see her going people. anywhere. I'm sure her loyalty is probably with Rossi just because they're the ones that mm-hmm. started stardom. But Julia, Shuri, Mirai, and Suzu. Like, that is huge. Mm-hmm. I can see Suzu leaving because we know mm-hmm. the whole thing that Rossi wanted to give her the title, and Bushi wrote it like, nah. So I can see her leaving for sure, her having her loyalty towards him. Uh, Shuri's comment was something that made me very unsure because she was very middle of the road. You couldn't really see which way she was leaning. Yeah. Uh, in her the tweet that she made, you could go both ways. You could see her meaning that means she's gonna stay with Sardom, and that also meaning that she was gonna go with Rossi. So she's one of the ones that I'm the most unsure of. Yeah. I still think Saya, for example, is going to stay. Mm-hmm. I can see her. I can see Saya tell me assuming like wanting uh, to stay. Like the yeah. Golden Generation people probably Starlight Kid as well, maybe. I think she would also stay because they do like her and they do give her opportunities. They're putting her in the match against CMLL, so uh, they do use her a lot in Bushy Road. So, uh, but now, yeah, leaving. If we're gonna take into consideration the people that are maybe Shuri as well, but Suzu for me is already for sure. I think she'll mm-hmm. she'll leave the second her contract is done. Same with Mayu, Julia. We already know. So, I wonder how many like factions won't stick together you know because <laughs> i think there's a conversation to be had like if one person leaves from a faction will they all go because there's a close bond between a lot of these wrestlers and you know you keep talking about utami and saya that's one of the most interesting ones maybe the most interesting because like they're combined like right i think in my head it's like they're a package deal almost like i can't see one without the other in a company and then at that point if one leaves and one doesn't and again utami was part of this match i was not so we're just spec we're just overall speculating on both of them uh it'd be very interesting uh you you look at these Eight, right? Take Mayu out of the equation. The eight in this match. Who do you think would be the biggest? Oh, take Julia out and take Nanai out. So the, the the rest of the ones remaining, I guess. Who do you think would be the biggest get for Rossi out of Utami, Azumi, Suzu, Mirai, and Shuri? Ooh, I would say either Shuri or Utami, for sure. Because they are probably the most well-known uh, to people who are not necessarily Sardom fans or Joshi fans mm-hmm. because of their match against each other uh, and because they're both world champions as well. And Shuri is a complete veteran. She can work with anyone, everyone. She can do any kind of match. You know, she she already proves she's in that position. So she's even someone who can help train or get new people as well. So I feel mm-hmm. like Shuri, for because of her status and the years of experience, she's a very huge get. And I do think she's also probably very respected and she does have contacts outside of stardom because she's been around, you know, before going there. Um, Utami is more of an internal product, so (laughs) 
I think that it would also be like a big get because she's a star basically, mm -hmm. but I think Shuri is a would be a very important one. Yeah, she's definitely interesting, right? Like to me Shuri is like if you get her, you very well might get like your trainer because she's the one that trained all the wrestlers in the Mayu movie. Well, the wrestlers, the actresses and actors and so on. Like, that's a big deal. And I think she's definitely a big deal. But Tommy's like the one that's like, that feels like a shift almost. Because, you know, we, we talked about her at length last year about how important she is. And, right, that, that cage match and that story, it's the best thing Stardom did last year. And... I don't know. You get Otami, you're feeling pretty good. Like that's that's the that's the person you build around. Same goes for Azumi, though. Like I think Azumi would be a very interesting one, as well as Suzu and Mirai. They're all very young. They're like all of them yeah. are very young. <laughs> so like they're all very important. Um, but it'll it'll be interesting. I it's there's only yeah. so much speculating we can do, right? And we have a lot of questions <laughs> to get to. It would be pretty big if he got both i think otami and shuri because i can see yeah. the i can see them also being people that other people in the roster follow mm -hmm. you know so like uh, we said you said saya and otami if otami goes then saya goes if otami stays then saya stays yeah for example yeah and shuri she's just well respected and well known i think she can even help get other wrestlers from other companies even to join russia's company so it'll be very interesting to see who yeah. who that Rossi's connected with on the outside will help out because obviously he has many relationships that okay. he's gone to through the years. Yeah, he also has a lot of enemies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I don't think Gaja Kong will be celebrating <laughs> his uh, return to the scene necessarily. I don't, uh, but you know, he has enough relationships with the likes of Marvelous and yeah. Sendai Girls, obviously, Sendai we saw Girls. Hashimoto. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, probably a bunch of freelancers as well that we're not mm -hmm. talking about. We talked about Nanai here, but we'll get to the big one in a second. Let's get to the, let's get to the questions. I think we've covered everything else that we don't know, right? Or that has been asked. So... Uh, this is from Peps. We got three questions from Peps. Uh, with new bookers taking over day-to-day -day business instead of just major decisions, how does this influence the start of booking the upcoming two months before the talents leave? Well, I think it, they will probably prioritize the people that they're sure are going to stay. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Definitely feels like uh, we could see Julia have a pretty anticlimactic end of her stardom run which would be a shame obviously but i think that's possible i think it'll really influence like you're gonna see it, you're gonna see it very clearly because there's supposedly some champions that might be leaving like if there's someone dropping a belt you it kind of starts to spark in our head i think of like oh that's that's not good that they're, they're leaving here and there so they're gonna send down probably a number of people down the card i think you're absolutely right and they're going to lift up others it really does help that their first world title program now without rossi looks to be micah and tam so like we can't guess there 
but we'll we'll be able to guess about everywhere else because there's not challengers for the wonder and so on and so forth. Yeah, I think that yeah, it's like I said, it's just I think it's also gonna help make clear who is leaving because we're gonna see people getting booked less or booked worse, and they're like, oh, those people are leaving as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Rossi out, how will the partnership stardom has developed over the past decade play out and maybe uh, want new partnership could happen with Rossi being out of stardom? Um, I'm going to assume a lot of the partnerships were with Rossi. So, like, that is that, I don't know if that's just me, but, like, partnerships with stardom always in my brain were partnerships with the hat man himself like he's the one i'm sure making those connections so it's going to change dramatically i would guess yeah i don't yeah. really know what else to say i feel like it uh like we were you're talking about like the Azure kong or the other companies that don't really like rossi maybe it opens yeah. the possibility for those as well. yeah it's it's definitely like if they're not with rossi it's not going to be that big of a deal right like the one thing i will say is like i think this will be very interesting will bushiroad make a play to sign more wrestlers now i think it is very possible especially because of the with the people that are leaving they will even though they have a very solid and good like rookie group i think they're still gonna be kind of you know like we need more people we need more people (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i can see that that happening for sure i totally agree uh let's see what the next question is i'll let you answer this first uh this is from six star who do you think will be the first ross gina the wave world champion because everyone keeps tossing <laughs> Rossi's name in, in many things who do you think will be the first world champion if you could just go off a whim here i mean julia i guess <laughs> the most solid one <laughs> who else would it be <laughs> yeah that's kind of how i was thinking um i don't it can't really go off of anyone else um unless like it's some outsider but i highly doubt that unless like he, you know he could have other people sign that we don't know about but uh who benefits the most from staying with stardom and who benefits the most from falling rossi out the door oh that's a tough okay, one i'd say who benefits the most from following i think we were mentioning suzu because we mm. know he really wanted to go all the way with her and he, he wanted to give her like all the wings and belt her up and bush road was kind of like no so uh i think she would actually benefit if she goes she's probably going to be the one to take the title of julia and, and be the champion after that i can see him wanting to build a company also around her so I think she would definitely benefit a lot from leaving mm-hmm. uh, and staying. <laughs> like said, Tom, she's going to become the Moxley of the company. <laughs> she's going to, any issues, any problems, give it to Tom. She's going to figure it out. And also mm-hmm. maybe even Micah that we mentioned, just to, just for the fact that we saw the Bush Road really bad on yeah. her. So yeah. already she's already now sipping kind of the benefits <laughs> in a way, even with all the stuff that happened. Uh, She's still, you know, she's world champion. So, but I would say definitely Tom staying is what makes the most sense. And I think she's definitely gonna, if she was, she was already the most popular, but she's gonna be on a whole other level. They're definitely gonna make her fucking Roman Reigns kind of reigns or something. <laughs> yeah, just wait for it. 
<laughs> uh, we're gonna have a lot of ten lore to come. Be ready. She said we were starting chapter two now, and I was like, "This can't be chapter two. <laughs> chapter <Lord."> two, <laughs> thousand. <laughs> There's yeah, no like, way. It's been the longest journey of all time, but thank you, Pam. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, my pick for who would benefit the most from leaving would probably be Momo Watanabe. Momo is the interesting case for me because I don't think we have any confirmation. No. If her constantly losing, no, like I'm saying, like her constantly oh. losing if it was Bushy Roads or Rossi's deal mm-hmm. because she, for the past few years, she just became kind of a loser yeah. and she so, was always the pinned one or this and that. So I hmm. love Momo. And if yeah. she leaves and she finally becomes world champion, then thank you, God, because I've been <laughs> waiting for this for so long. And she's amazing for me. She's one of the best in the roster. And it's very sad that she doesn't have uh, the space to showcase that as much as she should have. But that's what I'm thinking. I don't know if that's up to Bush Road or if it's up to Rusty. Because if it was Rusty's yeah. decision kind of pulling her back, then it would make sense for her to even stay. So yeah. do we know I think, that? I think it was two or three years ago. And this is a while now. We've been we've been doing this for a while. But I remember I remember Meltzer putting in the newsletter. It was like an offhand comment. That Bushiro did not like Momo. Mm-hmm. Like they okay. didn't like like they didn't like her look or something. And I remember it angering a lot of people. Um mm-hmm. Rossi oh, is the <laughs> Rossi is the one that gave her the record breaking wonder of stardom title reign. So that's why, like to me, I, I couldn't see Rossi just being like, Oh yeah, you had that title reign that like all these people like by now. Like I, I just can't see that being the way he handled that. Okay. Because he he picked okay. her to be the next ace after EO. Yeah. So yeah. I think it'd be I, very I, I miss I missed the report from Dave. Yeah, I was it was, was years very... ago, to be fair. So. Okay. Okay. It's, yeah. It's I been a while. Like three years ago I didn't follow it stardom as much. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, if that's true, then she should absolutely leave, please. And I I don't understand that. Oh, they don't like her look. They don't like her. What? What is that about? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense to me. She's no. Anyway, just... she's one of legit the best, and I feel like that was something that also got me a bit upset with her booking the past few years. It always felt like she was getting her wings just clipped over mm-hmm. and over again. And she... I, yeah, yeah, she had that incredible final against Shuri in 2021 in the five stars yes. and i just remember like watching it, i was like how do you not do more with her she's so incredible like obviously sure i had to win that match but mm-hmm. she's so great and and i think for a long time the whole thing with the, uh, a lot of us but like well she's still young she's still young she's still young now at the time though like she's still young but now at the time that momo should be doing more so i would love if momo left uh stardom and who would uh in terms of staying with stardom um I think it's Micah, right? Like, who can benefit more than Micah right now? She's kind of the chosen one based off of what we know. And I think that's going to do a lot of good for her. I have always called Micah the Puro fans' favorite Joshi wrestler because she wrestles the big epic type match. And that's just kind of her style. Be very fitting for the Bushi Road guy, plural. Uh, to fit to kind of go with that 
you know, I, I don't know what he was booking in wrestling club. Uh, so I can't, I can't really <laughs> give you an idea of what is probably men's are. wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think he was there booking like uh, all Japan women or something. <laughs> no, uh, there's a lot of questions here. We, uh, we probably, there's probably like eventually yeah. some that are combined, but we'll do our best. Um, this is from the 94th minute with a huge exodus plan. Will we naturally see more freelancers appear in stardom? And which freelancers would you like to see appear? I have no idea. I have, I, because to me, it's like, I don't expect the exodus to be gigantic right off the bat. And if anything, you would think Rossi would be the one using freelancers. Exactly. Yeah. That was my thing when i when i think about oh now the possibilities of matches that we can see with freelancers i think more i mean on, you already booked julie versus sari you already booked that exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying like for his new company it makes the most sense to me you know yeah uh using a lot of freelancers especially in the beginning like we said that we don't know when the contracts are going to end and probably not that many people are going to leave in the end so i i can see him using freelancers a lot more than stardom I feel like stardom is, should at least really focus on strengthening the people that they already have, especially the rookies, because that's their future right there. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think they should be going crazy looking outside. They should be working no. on building new names for their company. I absolutely agree. It's it's definitely uh, it's definitely interesting. One of one of the things that are most interesting to me is like what what are these rookies feeling? Because it's like they just got here <laughs> you know like yes. so so you would assume they're ones that are staying right like they don't have they don't know any better and they could benefit a lot from this very quickly uh depending on how certain things go um the next and by the way freelancer currently is your wonder of storm champion just want to remind everyone so we'll see uh we don't know who made that decision either. So I'm going to assume I don't really know because if he had given his resignation in November, that means I, you understand. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. what do you think happens to these, this is Dylan? Uh, what do you think happens to the factions in the event of a mass exodus? Obviously, it'd be hard to maintain six factions if even 20% of the roster leaves, let alone more. Do they disband uh, or heavily affected ones or just try to roll with the punches? Mm, I think it's going to depend more if the leaders stay. Mm. So, for example, if Ami and Mirai they decide to leave, but Shuri stays, for example, I think mm -hmm. they can get some of the rookies and still keep going with God's Eye. That's something, even if the leader leaves sometimes, like Queen's Quest, you know, with EO left, Queen's Quest still exists to this day. So um, it is interesting. I think the whole thing with Donato Mundo makes more sense because Julia was being very vocal and they, and also did, it wouldn't make sense, you know, with the whole thing that was happening already with her and Tecla also kind of wanting to leave and Micah becoming world champion. But I can see them forming new factions. For sure, I can see some disbanding, some just readapting. I would, my guess would be probably Queen's Class and Oedotai still existing, and Stars. I don't know after Mayu leaves. I don't know if Stars can still <laughs> go. Stars but should I not would, exist if Mayu leaves. Yeah, exactly. But I would say for both Queen's Class and Oedotai, I can see them both still existing. 
even yeah. if everyone leaves because they're just the kind of factions that just keep like readapting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think I, those two, I'm pretty confident that they can survive. The other ones, I'm not that sure. Yeah, I think banking on the the factions that have like history to them will do them a lot of good just because mm -hmm. people are already buying that merchandise and like i kind of look at it, cosmic angels aren't going anywhere okay like they oh, are course, yeah. <laughs> they, they are locked in yeah. <laughs> uh, they're gonna be yeah. number one everyone they're gonna do like the oh the undisputed arab king you know everyone in cosmic angels are gonna have titles <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, that actually wouldn't shock me at all. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely could see like two or three disappear because like there is a lot. Um, <laughs> with if you lose five, six, seven people, it starts to add up, especially if they're higher people on the okay. roster. Uh, do you think with Rossi out, we will see more incorporation between New Japan and Stardom? Uh, they already announced New Japan X Stardom. Do you, we? see more matches on big shows like we we're seeing with Mayu versus Mina coming up. Uh, I don't think that was ever necessarily a Rossi thing. Trying yeah, to stop God, that. Dunk on Gato. Do it. Do it. Do it. Dunk on Gato. <laughs> yeah, that's not... <laughs> that's, I don't think that him staying or leaving is really gonna change that specifically because I don't think it was his decision to start with, you know, not having the start of matches in the New Japan shows. No. Maybe, yeah, I, but I don't think so. I I don't know if it's a Rossi thing, but I do think we are in line for more New Japan and stardom involvement. And that's mostly because Okada works on the board of both now. So uh. when Tanahashi went into power, they made him one they made Okada like a part-time part of their like mm -hmm board or well, it's not a board but it's mm -hmm. something their office we'll call would, it the office yeah i wouldn't say like if there is more involvement i don't see them getting for example long great matches in new japan shows i can see it staying around the same thing like five minutes <laughs> yeah M mina and mayu is going to be the biggest test for mm -hmm. what this is moving forward because I I mean, I, I would like to see it being better because it was something that, especially with the Wrestle Kingdom match with Kyrie and Tom, that's something that made me very upset and I, it was very disappointing to me. Uh, and then from that, we barely had that involvement at all. Uh, mm. But I would I would still be rooting for that. I still think it's a nice platform for the women to be on and the whole yeah. group of fans to also watch them. But I guess, yeah, like, like you said, we'll see with Mayu and Mina. I don't. I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy. I'm just <laughs> generally, I don't know what to what to yeah. trust in this scenario. I, I I think the one other thing I will say is, I think Tanahashi is much more receptive to the idea as well. He seems to, at least over the past couple of years, be more interested in the stardom side. And I think, like, we know Yuji Nagata is, we know uh, Liger is, so, like, maybe Tanahashi being in power will also help. But ultimately, I'm just going to blame Gato until I can't <laughs> no more. Um, Running doubt. <laughs> what do we think the, the Philly card in April will look like now? Oh, Oof. no idea. Not even, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Oof. 
<laughs> yeah, my biggest bet for that show was a Julia classic. Now that's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh, that reminds oh. me. Thank you for reminding me. Mer- uh, Dave did report that it was supposed to be Stephanie Vaquera beating Julia for the strong. My heart is broken that we are not getting that match. Oof, that's so disappointing. Just put Stephanie in a plane, send her to Japan. Let's make it happen somehow. They're doing the CMLL thing right now. Like, why don't they just send her over? Yeah, they don't need to wait for her to go because she's not going to. No, Ugh. But, headaches. But I can see. I mean, the one thing that I can probably see is Mercedes being in the show. But besides that, maybe yeah, Mercedes versus Tom. That's a match that everyone was kind of waiting. So, mm. or maybe mm-hmm. they put her against Micah for the red belt. I don't. Or even Mayu again, maybe number two. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah I, don't. I can see My- that happening. Mayu will probably be on there. Tam will be on there. I'm sure Tam will be mm-hmm. in a pretty major match, if I had mm-hmm. to guess. Um, obviously, no trainer as a present for Ogawa's new company. Who do you think would be the head trainer, assuming that it has its own dojo? First, my first thought was Shuri. We kind of talked about that. Yeah. Earlier. Um, listen. I know, I know Fuka's busy with actress girls. I get it. But is there a chance we can take her back? Also, like, what's the status on Arisa? What's the... Oh. What's the status on that situation? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Could be. But I feel like Shuri would be a very solid bet. Yeah, maybe Nanai. Even if Nanai leaves, that also. And I did train a lot originally. Exactly. So that's a good. I feel like that could be it. Nanai is probably the the top choice, truthfully, in terms of like (laughs) possibilities. But um, another. Do you think there will be another general manager figure like Fuka was between 2010 and 2018, or will the new company instead elect not to have the prospective figure? Uh, because Stardom was done with that 2018 onwards. I don't think they'll force it. They didn't need it necessarily, mm-hmm. uh, unless like there's someone in a big role like that. I, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna doubt it. Yeah, I f- I feel like it would be kind of funny if Rossi even like himself acted kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like funny. He just putting himself in that position like a big fuck you to the whole <laughs> push around. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but I don't think they necessarily need it, especially for us starting, like, you know, with them starting the company and stuff. I feel mm-hmm. like the, yeah, because I feel like if we compare now the state of wrestling and how things are and how things need to be, when we compare back to when Stardom first started, it is a very different wrestling world. It changes every year, but it's, you know, 10 years ago. So maybe then they felt like they really needed a general manager, but now it's not something that besides in WWE that they really use. So I don't, I don't see it. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, they could always do it if they want to change things up, but um, they've been doing pretty good with the way they are. Oh, this is a good one. Do you feel that Julia to WWE may not happen? with the start of Rossi's new promotion. So there's obviously a lot of time between now and when she's supposed to go based okay. off what we know. So it's be the end of the year. Do you think there's any chance that Julia either changes her mind, WWE changes their mind, 
especially with all that's mm. going on in WWE right now. Yeah. I would say the biggest possibility is that WWE changes their mind. I don't think Julia's going to yeah. change her mind. I agree. Because she's going to leave a, a Bushiro paycheck to go to practically nothing in the beginning. And then, you know, she's there, like, looking at a WWE paycheck. I And also just her dream of wrestling in the States and etc. But maybe if anyone's going to change their minds, it's WWE. I don't see Julia herself not wanting to go anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'll never rule anything out. Yeah, like yeah. I'll I'll never assume that like oh you know maybe everything goes well to start and she's like oh you know I I wouldn't mind staying but I think you're right like she wants to travel she wants to do that she wants to try that so unless yeah. WWE changes their mind it's hard to see anything like that I would not be upset if WWE changed their mind just just saying um, I would I would like to have Julia because. I, I said this on a podcast yesterday, and I'll say it again. All the all the WWE fans that are very excited to be getting Julia, you should be. You should be excited. But not everyone understands why Julia is great. If you don't watch her matches, you don't understand the full reason Julia is great. And she is not going to get to wrestle like that in WWE. Exactly. That's that's my main point. Like For me, the thing that makes her a really special wrestler, she's not you know the most athletically gifted or the most like you know gymnastics like no or even the strongest it's just the intensity that she wrestles it really remembers me like it reminds me of Eddie Kingston for example it's just like the intensity and like the heart and the passion she puts into the matches she won't be able to do that in WWE <laughs> let's be honest she's gonna if she even tries one of the the moves that she usually does in a WWE match the onslaught of Divas fans saying, oh my gosh, she's so unsafe. She dropped this person like this. Oh my God, like cancel Julia, fire Julia, whatever. I don't I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> but then if she loses that intensity, which is why she is a special wrestler, I I don't know if she will be able to be a very good wrestler. I don't know. That's it, like I, a mean thing to say, but... <laughs> I can't... The connection just doesn't work for me. Like You look at Julia, it makes sense. Uh, you know her like aura. It makes sense, but it's when that bell rings. Like she has to change so much. She's not like Eo, where Eo can fly. Uh, I guess the best comparison is Kyrie, who, if you've seen her matches it's, recently, they have not been absolutely great. buried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not feeling great, um, but well, I I hope the best for her. Um, what are some non-stardom names that could get involved in this new project? And we have a lot of questions about yes. veterans and indie and freelancers on the scene uh, who could join with Rossi. Not asking for a wish list, but rather names that might have had past working relationships with Rossi they could bring in or something like that. Um, that's also kind of what was asked here. So this is kind of a fun question to jump on. And... I will let you go first. Who is the first person that you oh. think like this makes I mean, sense? I already, yeah, I already said that Saray for me is the main one that I yeah. think would make sense because especially we talked about she had the comments with Julia mm-hmm. and they were both, you know, so I can see that happening. Oh, oh God, that had working relationships. I have with one. Okay. I have, I have one right off the bat. First person that popped in my head with a new promotion. That, of course, is Unagi Sayaka. Ah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. like cheating, but this is this is a relationship that has still remained 
as we've seen. I mean, mm-hmm. the first, the best tweet of the day when Rossi got fired or was <laughs> Unagi saying he's Rossi's in his Gian period now. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like this guy got fired. This is like a very serious situation. <laughs> Unagi's like, this is my time to shine. Uh, so yeah, based off like yeah. the They've taken pictures together and everything, like over the past year. So, wouldn't shock uh, me. I can also see like the other woman from Prominence because oh yeah, like Risa Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Risa Sarah. Yeah, especially because yeah, what they went to start. I still think Rossi was the one in charge of the booking when mm-hmm. they went in and they got like mm-hmm. a huge spot. Uh, and then he, we can see how much he likes Suzu. So I think they should probably still have a good relationship with Risa Sarah. And I can see that that one being a strong name to go work there as well. Yeah, I think that's a great one. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't think of the scene all of a sudden. Um, yeah. I've, also, a lot of the people that work with Rossi worked with him a long time ago. So it's even hard to like remember yeah. everyone. <laughs> like, I, I just think of like the freelancers that we've seen in stardom. Like, obviously, we haven't no idea what Sayoriano is doing. I don't know who mm-hmm. brought her in to begin with. Wait a minute, I'll just think of Sukibon. They have all the freelancers. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, May Suruga maybe as well. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So I think Rossi are, and but... Emmy are pretty friendly. So I think that's a good yeah. one. Emmy too, if she ever comes over. Actually, yeah, I guess she's I would love that. Emmy versus Julia, that would be a good one. <sighs> that would be a good one. Um, <laughs> I think that's all. Those are the ones that make sense. I think Unagi makes sense. I think Risa Sarah makes sense. Um, the nice one that no one wants to answer, but she's technically a freelancer. Um, yeah, we'll we'll, but, we'll stick there. Yeah, but I can definitely see a lot of maybe not people signing, but a lot of just collaborations with other companies. Mm-hmm. So like Marvelous and their girls, I can see just a lot of collaborations happening. You know, them like borrowing wrestlers or their wrestlers going to wrestle in Russ's company, but not necessarily signing and being yeah with him. One interesting one, and there's no prior relationship here that I know of, but would be interesting to see if she'd be interested, is Venny. I thought about that as well. Because <laughs> as far That'd as I'm concerned, one. Venny never went to Starm because of the Hana stuff, mm-hmm. which I don't know if how she feels towards Rossi regarding that, but it's definitely a possibility. And she I, I don't think Rossi made in the, Yeah, and, and she did wrestle in the like shows that they made for Hana, right? Yes. Yeah, she's been I think she's main evented all of them actually. Yeah. So, so. I think Venny would be the most interesting that's not connected. That would be really anyway. good. That would be awesome. Oh, I love Venny. Now so, I need that. If she just yes, if she just at the end of the the first show, she just, you know, walks in and start beating Julia yeah. up or something, that would be I just remembered that uh when Natsu Samira had like her anniversary show, we were supposed to have mm-hmm. Utami versus Venny on that show. Oh. And Venny was no Utami got hurt. So we got Natsuko and Venny instead. I was like, no offense to Natsuko, but this is not the same. So not the Magitoko one. Th- that is a fun one to toss out in terms of like new people. Uh, there's still a lot of questions here. We'll only answer a few more because we need to wrap up. Uh, just episode. sorry, I forgot. Like nomads don't exist anymore, right? The 
Uh, I mean, they no, I don't think no. so. Kind of. Well, they haven't okay. had a show in a year, but like, yeah. I think if you, but they're ask still them, like, like freelancers. Yeah. They're yeah. still freelancers. They're still like people. So Takase, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yuki, I think she could definitely pop up. Maybe I don't know how the relationship is with Rusty, but I feel like in the beginning the company is going to be very open because they're going to need to be very open. So I can see them like shooting at all sides, just trying to get whoever wants to. Yeah, you know? um, I will. I'll say this. I think I have my answer on uh, Yukihi. For now, I think we have our answer there, <laughs> uh, in terms of if that would happen. But you know, it could happen down the line. Um, are we almost? Okay, I don't want to like sit here and I'm trying to do answer as many questions as possible, uh, but I want to make sure we map through them because there's some that are very similar. Uh, if Rossi sold to Bushi Road in order for starting to grow beyond what he was capable of alone, does that raise any concern? What we might already know what the ceiling will be for his new venture. Uh, well, the whole thing is not trying to compete with stardom. It's trying to make something new again. And... I don't know if there is a ceiling because we never know where it can go, right? Like, I, I don't know if when stardom was made that people thought, oh, in the end, they're going to be under the same umbrella as New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? Like, Joshi at the time when stardom had been made was in a very different spot than it is now. I think this is all about expanding the scene more than anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be the beauty of it in the end is that if you uh, have been a fan of Joshi or just stardom, there has been a serious lack of competition for stardom for a very long time. No offense, TJPW, full offense. Uh, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say people mentioned Tokyo Joshi's competition, but let's be honest here. <laughs> and even so, if you want to consider them competition, that's still just two promotions. Like, there is something to be said here about whatever this promotion end up, end up being is going to be a very good thing for the scene. Uh, and I think that's kind of exciting at the end of the day. Like, I want to see people feel challenged. I don't want it just to be, oh, you know, we can just do whatever we want type thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. My main conclusion is, like, if you're a stardom fan, then now it's going to be a hard time. But if you're a Joshi fan, now it's going to be an exciting time. Mm hmm If you're a Rossi Ogawa fan. Then a great time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's really hard because I, I know a lot of people are just stardom fans, and I get that. Um, but the, I, I continue to stress, if you're a newer stardom fan, stardom is not just about the name. It is about who is running it. And that's why I keep saying Rossi doing something on his own again is very exciting because you will have a lot of great competitive wrestling. This is a guy who has made numbers of stars in the world of Joshi. That is what he does better than anyone. I think in the world in terms of making yes. talent, new stars, he does it better. And that's why, like, I think I'm so confident in whatever he's going to do. Maybe, maybe that's just like me being crazy, but, He's, he has the track record to feel pretty good about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I and, think it's maybe even uh, this happening might even take people who are just stardom fans to watch other things in the Joshi world, like 
hear about other people and other companies that are outside of stardom. So mm -hmm. that also might be like a very positive aspect. Yeah, I think so. Uh, to Brian, Brian asked about the idea of retiring quietly the strong title uh, based off of what we heard today. Probably not. I think they're going to make sure they get it off of Julia one way or the other. They want to keep that belt. Again, uh, you know what? That can, that you know, Vaquera can come win it and then it can become um, part of the uh, AEW Women's Triple Crown because that confuses me. <laughs> so it's only, it's only fitting that we have a women's one. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think. I don't. So one of these questions, like, do they own the name Starlight Kid? I don't think so. I think they just own like the stardom name. Um, the titles and stuff like that. I don't think they own wrestlers' names like WWE owns wrestlers' names. Hmm. There have been cases of like some wrestlers having to change the last name or something small, like yeah, that in Stardom outside of Stardom. So I think it depends on the wrestler, and but the changes shouldn't be too big. I agree. Uh, it, it's an, it's one of. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Starlight child. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> I could not take her seriously at all. If you that. Um, let's see. Let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, who do you think is most likely to leave and less likely to leave? Kind of answered that earlier. Uh, of the talents on the Storm roster, who do you think have a less than 50% chance of defecting to Rossi? I'd say Mina, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, I would be really weird if Mina... Waka. Was like, <laughs> Waka. Uh, I think lower Maybe. talent, for sure. Yeah, the rookies, I don't see a lot of... like Because they don't really have a reason to, so... Yeah, I I look at the stars faction as a weird one because I think any of them could go. Um, because I think like a big part of it obviously is Mayu and whatever their relationship is with her. So I think that will be interesting. But yeah, I think I think you're right there. Uh, let's wrap up with two more questions. Um, do you think, given that Bushi Road Fight are not experts in booking pro wrestling, hey, what do you mean, booked in school? Um, <laughs> we, we could end up with an active female talent booking the second biggest promotion in Japan. That'd be cool. I Damn. made the joke. In, yeah, I, I made the joke of like, oh, give Hazuki the book and just let her cook. Like, <laughs> just, But I can see them trusting Tam, but then, oh, I feel like Tam would book herself kind of like the Jericho verse. So oh. I would be, <laughs> I would be very afraid of seeing Tam with the book. Let me be very honest here. I don't think, I feel like Stardom would just become the most over dramatic company of all time if, if Tam had her way. Could you imagine? So, a tam run company that yeah. sounds crazy that's literally that's the bloodline storyline 
kind of <laughs> level. <laughs> that would be the... <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, that's crazy. But every single title. <laughs> oh my no, god. That would, be, that would be too much. Keep the no. book away from them. <laughs> um... Uh, do you expect either Stardom or Rossi's new promotion to raid other promotions to fill roster gaps? Bushiroad could probably raid whoever they want, truthfully. They have all the money. Yeah. That's it's kind of the scary part, I think, with them in power here. Mm-hmm. Um, There's no like sort of respect for the Joshi world as a whole and like the ecosystem, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of questions on online service. A lot of people are worried, like, will I be able to watch Rossi's show? I can't stress this enough. If the most indie Joshi company can air their shows live, so Marvelous, Ice Ribbon, uh, Sunday, Wave. Wave, like, if they can air their shows, Rossi Ogawa is going to be able to air his shows. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel pretty good about that. I don't. I don't have any like details on websites or uh, links or anything. Like I don't know. I don't. We don't even know when what the company's called yet. So until we know that, you know, we, we won't. We won't dive too much into that. But uh, do you see continuation of established history story between roster or starting fresh as a whole? Yeah, there'll always be continued story if the if there's history yeah. there. That's, Especially that's like we were saying, like, uh, Julia and Suzu, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they both go, then for sure they're going to use that. The biggest continued story here is Julia versus Tam. It's literally going to be in living <laughs> color with this rivalry between the two. Um, do you think they will scrap New Blood? Kind of looks like it. New Blood's not booked anymore the new blood tag belts are being defended next weekend on the corkin that's the first time they've ever been defended on a non-new blood show my assumption is that rossi has been a big reason why like those relationships have happened with diana obviously with kyoko in a way and uh with taka for jto like the anab oh the anabas that's the one i wanted to say i want rossi to go get the anabas I'm done waiting for Tomoka to do nothing. <laughs> She's so good and she does nothing yeah. and I can't see her. I don't want to see her <laughs> in a stray cat and Suki. Poaching from Taka is different because Taka's like, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Like, that's why I'm here. I just train and then you take. You took Micah. Look at her now. Um, yeah. That's who I want to see. They're not, they're not freelancers, but that's what I want to see. Um, that would be some solid ones for sure. Uh, let's see okay this is this is the question i think we'll end on i'm sorry to everyone that we didn't there was a lot of questions Um, (laughs) i tried to go through them all but i think this is the best one to end on in your true honest opinion where do you see starting by the end of the year by the end of next year next year oh i think next year is more interesting truthfully yeah can be a very different scenario. I feel like we'll see a lot of names that we never really expected to be top talents being the top talents because a lot of the top talents left. <laughs> mm-hmm. So people that now are more middle ground, maybe winning like tag titles, stuff like that, trios titles, I can see maybe a lot of people stepping up mm-hmm. or Tam being in her second <laughs> year as champion. <laughs> First. 
I'm like ninety-five <laughs> percent sure. And this I don't I don't know this. I don't know this, obviously. Um but I think Tam is going to be world champion again. Pretty confident in that. Mostly because her reign didn't mm-hmm. go how they wanted. And we're we're going to see very very soon. But <sighs> I told you the Roman Reigns title ring for Tam. I'm <sighs> I'm telling you, I'm calling it now. I am calling it now. <laughs> That's done the best business for the company. Maybe they actually will go by that. Don't don't do that. Please don't do that. I don't think I can That's take that. That's a boy's gonna finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Stardom at the end of the year is gonna be like fine. Um, it's gonna be the end of next year again. That's the most interesting because that's when we'll know. I think by then who's gonna be where. And what mm-hmm. and what Rossi's companies looks like truly like this year is a mulligan. What we don't know when it's starting. Your guess was around summer. I think that's probably fair. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a lot of time. Gonna have a few shows. Then Julia's gonna leave. So we'll really get an idea of what the Rossi promotion is next year. And I mm-hmm. think that's gonna be a fun part of all this. I think Starm's gonna be fine. I think they're going to be competitive. I think they're going to be a promotion that every Joshi fan should watch. Um, But I don't think they're going to be anywhere close to the stardom we know right now. Or we knew a month ago, even. I think they're going to be very different. Um, Maybe they'll have an entirely new booker by then. Maybe they'll realize, like, you know what? Maybe we (laughs) should... uh, have someone but someone would experience right <laughs> yeah you would you would think so but there's just so much uncertainty <laughs> that i guess that makes a lot of this conversation fun but it's scary i am i i did the first podcast to tell people to calm your nerves because a lot of people are scared i'm doing this podcast to talk about all the information that we know and to also do that, like, there's no reason to be scared. They're not going to shut down. Neither, prom- like, Rossi's promotion, I think, is going to thrive. I think Stardom's going to thrive. And I think ultimately at the end of this, it's going to be a blessing because there's going to be more places for talents to go. Um, just a wait-and-see type of game. And uh, I guess we did get to talk about the future of Stardom in some ways. Like, <laughs> Very different... <laughs> conversation that we were expecting to have but i just wanted to hype up yuzuki again that's what i've done like every week (laughs) since she debuted that's all i wanted that's all i wanted but instead here we are talking about who knows maybe next year she's gonna have a title probably i feel like a lot of the rookies are really gonna get a lot of space with the big names leaving so it'll be interesting to see for sure all i can say is that i was scared i was one of the people that were very scared when the news first dropped and after this conversation, I'm actually like pretty positive about everything. So I just hope this doesn't age very well, like badly. And you know, in two months, we're gonna come back. Oh, starting just closed. <laughs> oh my! Look God. at Anna and Scott being positive. <laughs> yeah. I'm injured again. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I could very much be dunked on by the end of all this, but I, I like to be confident with what's to come. But uh, before we wrap up, let the people know where they can find you on socials. Yes, so you can follow me, Anasi DeMarco, on Twitter. Also, Girls and Graps WP, if I'm not wrong. Uh, our new official podcast, I mean, it's technically the ASA podcast. Me, Alexia, and Charlie, we have our sporadical ASA podcast for a while now. And now we decided to make it an official thing. It's called Girls and Graps. It's still not sad if it's going to be every Sunday, but usually on Sundays on the rest of Pure's YouTube channel. So you guys can go there, subscribe. Our first official episode is already up, so you can still watch that, like, leave a comment, and follow our new page on Twitter as well. Uh, thank you so much for having me back, Scott. I'm really excited to be here. And just in general, as a whole, just to be more back into the world of wrestling content production this year something that i've been a bit far away because of personal life but now i'm fully locked in again so yes thank you for having me back of course thank you for coming on i wish uh obviously this could have been a little bit easier of a conversation (laughs) hopefully you know maybe in like when we know what's going on with bolt we can have a better conversation we could do what what we're excited about with uh what do people call it rossi rossi them or something (laughs) rossi promotions or something when when we know (laughs) what the future holds uh, i look forward to getting to chat with you again but thank you for coming on for this episode this was a lot of fun uh you'll follow me at scott e wrestling on twitter that's where you can find everything this is the second episode of the week i'll be back next week to talk the cork and hall show what a post stardom show feels like i think that'll be an interesting conversation uh tjpw has their max heart finals uh this weekend so i'll also be talking about that and whatever else could potentially pop up in all of this notably we recorded this friday morning so if anything else happens we didn't talk about it that is not my fault Uh, (laughs) it probably will yeah by tomorrow we're gonna have like half the roster saying that they're leaving oh my god i'd have have to do like an emergency like youtube thing or something (laughs) at that point uh but thank you everyone for listening thank you to for coming on and talking about all this until next time see ya bye What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.